Hello, welcome or welcome back to the Art Bruja podcast. I am your host, Arielis Estrella, and join me today as we talk about foundations, rituals, and practice. So, um, if you are joining me for the first time, just um, know that this is the Art Bruja podcast. I hope that you get some um, information that resonates, whether it's surrounding spirituality or art, or if you just need someone to talk about their experiences and maybe get some like nuggets of wisdom out of it. So thanks for sticking around if you are back um, after listening to the rest of the episodes. For this first season, I'm really using numerology to help me kind of guide the episode topics because there's so much that I want to share with y'all, but I know that it needs to be fine-tuned. So I'm kind of going into the details and starting with the ground up. A lot of my audience I actually consider as if I'm teaching little kids because if it's easy enough for a kid to understand, then it's easy enough for anyone to understand. Um, I try to make sure to use accessible language and of course you can always reach out on my social media on tiktok on youtube um or you can email me as is available on my social media but you can reach out if you have questions about certain words that i use um or just certain topics that i have on this podcast so thank you so much for listening let's go ahead and get started So when it comes to navigating this world, you as an individual cannot go far if you are not grounded in yourself, in your senses, in your experience, in your values, in your intuition. You cannot operate in this world if you do not have a strong will, if you do not you know, care for yourself before you care for the people around you or for the business or service that, you know, you work for. Um, So I just want to say that when it comes to grounding yourself, there are so many different options. There are so many different habits that you can form to grounding yourself. A lot of people use movement. They use um, nourishing themselves with food. That is not only a grounding practice because digestion does take up the most energy. Um, eating something, moving in your body, all of that is really grounding for your, for your sense of being and for your sense of self to sense and feel, to look at your surroundings, to taste, to smell. All these things are crucial for being grounded in your experience on this earth. And eventually you'll start to realize that you have certain tastes. You as you grow older and start to become more distinguished in your identity. Because when we're young, we really are just so impressionable and so fluid in what we like and dislike. A lot of it is influenced by our culture, which is a lot of school peers, our cohort, our work. Um, So you just have to remember, like, what is your value? What is truly yours to live with and what is just a projection from someone else that you can discard uh grounding is a really good way to have that discernment and to understand that you know my experiences are my own my problems are my own and i'm not about to adopt the problems of everyone around me just because i'm i'm an empathetic person so 
Yeah, let's go ahead and go forward and talk about how art is a grounding ritual for me. Um, as an artist, art has always been something, you know, I started with finger painting as a little kid. Um, that was really sensual. I used my senses, my touch to create something. When it was praised by my environment, that made me realize that like art is something super important for everyone. Um, so for me, art, whenever I'm painting, the process of getting the paints together, the process of painting certain colors or mixing certain colors, all of that is a ritual that is so intuitive at this point because I've been, you know, painting since I was like four and I'm 24 now. So that's like 20 years of art. Um, and that is a really grounding ritual for me because it grounds me in not only the actions that I do, but also it brings up all these memories, both good and bad, revolving around art, but it grounds me in my experience and my being on this earth. You know, on earth, you can be whatever you want to be, truly. You just have to put your mind to it and direct your will towards that. And whatever you focus on, that will grow. Um, for me, it was art. And art has always been grounding, whether it was learning how to crochet. I did that in high school. Making candles. I did that in high school. I've been a pretty crafty person, like, all my life. I mean, obviously, I'm a bruja, but... I created candles. I even got into like mixing essential oils at a certain point. Um, you know, gardening. All of that is really creative. Um, it also teaches you a lot about how you interact with the world. Like a lot of the issues when it comes to gardening could be a suffocating um, behavior of overwatering because you think that all these plants love is water but you don't you're not truly in tune with what they need you don't realize that they need dry um, soil to allow air in so that they they can aerate and root so yeah you develop relationships with things over time but um, that's why it's important to be grounded in yourself so you can actually do that otherwise you're just erratic and everywhere super chaotic and we don't want to do that as we age and mature and grow into ourselves so next we're going to talk about uh, practices practices are things that you create to teach you about discipline and whether you have a yoga practice or a practice of a particular sport like when i was in high school i played water polo so i would practice weekly and you really just, you learn to show up for yourself and you learn to follow through with what you're telling yourself and you do what you say you're going to do. I think that's the most important aspect of practice. But also, practice allows you to fine tune your skills, which, you know, a lot of people have this perfectionist fear, as I do I. I think I, every artist has a sore or a little I think every artist, sorry y'all, uh, I think every artist has a sort of perfectionist tendency where they realize that they need to be perfect or else they won't even continue what they're doing. Like if I had that perfectionist tendency, I would scrap this episode because I'd be like, fuck, I messed up verbally. I can't continue. And you see, that's exactly how perfectionism just destroys creativity. It, it truly is a poison because if you would just allow perfectionism to stay around and you don't truly fold to what it means to be human and to make error, to make mistakes and to improve upon them, like you are not living life enjoyably. You are living it strained. Like you're trying to force a poop just constantly and it's sad. 
you should relax and breathe into the poop instead of, you know, pushing and forcing it. Um, you might get anal prolapse if you continue to force it, which, you know, then you'll have to go to the hospital. So, you know, just some jokes. But in all seriousness, a practice is crucial to maintaining a intentional foundation. You'll notice that as I speak, I'm noticing that I use a lot of filler words. And I took a speech class early on in community college. And I learned that filler words, you know, they come from an anxiety of, you know, speaking too fast, not slowing down for the brain to catch up or for the mouth to catch up to the brain. So I'm going to slow down a bit and just relax into this podcast. Um, I am a bit anxious naturally, so you'll notice it. Um, when it comes to speaking, I will use a lot of filler words and I will also just run over my words because I'm speaking so quickly. So this is actually another example as to why this podcast is iconic for me because I'm learning about my speech patterns and how to improve upon them. So next I'm going to be talking about going after your intention. So how do you even live life if you don't have an intention to set? Um, If you wake up in the morning and your intention at work or at school is to just have a good day, to not let anybody's actions or words like, you know, get into your head, to not take things personal, that intention is what's grounding you in your day, what's pushing you forward um, throughout your day. So going after your intention, setting it, and then following through is an amazing way to ground yourself and to understand that you can keep your own word and you are building routine around your following your intention. And that is truly important because if you have an intention, you follow it consistently, you will have success. You will have success in that consistency and in that repetition. I think a lot of people get scared of the repetition aspect you know when I was younger I was totally scared of the repetition aspect like going to a part-time job and doing the same thing every week on like without end like yes that scared me as I got older I realized that I can slow down and I don't have to be like rushing and I can actually lean into the ritual of the repetitiveness um, because it is a form of security and it is grounding me financially in this space while I live in Los Angeles. So there is also the gratitude aspect. You have to be really grateful of all you have to build upon that. So next we're going to talk about grounding your body through your senses, which is my favorite aspect. So let's get into it. Grounding your body through the senses is one of the things that you're going to use your entire life Hopefully, if you have all your senses, because the reality is that, you know, as we age or maybe through natural um, occurrence that we don't have all of our senses, um, well, you know, there are other ways of, you know, tapping into that what is lacking it is accommodated through a hyper sensitivity through the other senses. So you don't need to have all the senses, obviously, 
to be inclusive, but I'm just saying from my experience who does have all their senses, this is how I tap into, this is how I ground my body through my senses. I use my sight, I look at what I see, I love a natural aesthetic environment. Like right now I'm looking at some candles burning on my altar, I have some crystals, I have some of my tarot card which is in a red velvet baggie. I have a painting over my altar. I have plants. I love to see beautiful things. And I think that that is something that grounds me in my being. A lot of my art is on the walls, but also the art of other people. I find inspiration in, you know, social circles. Um, I also ground myself through hearing, through music. I use music and um, different frequencies for meditation. Um, I use music for invoking different moods that I would like to feel. Like I notice that when I'm on my bike and I need more energy, I definitely turn on, you know, that energetic music. Um, I don't want to give away specific examples of my music because what's energetic to me might be like crazy slow to others. So yeah, I just, I'll keep it pretty vague, but um, essentially grounding yourself through your sight, your taste, your smell. I love incense burning. I love candles lit. Um, that is a beautiful way to tap into different correspondences with different deities or different spiritual work if you're into it. Or if you're into artwork, you can be inspired by the still lifes that you paint. Um, and also just having different compositions having variety visually um i think like variation is always going to save us i mean obviously i do also believe that less is more but variation is the variety is the spice of life i'll say it until i die um when it comes to touching, you know, making sure that you are clothed with comfortable fabrics, that you allow your skin to feel soft and, you know, tender and not just constantly rough on that work denim or those uncomfortable work shirts. Um, so yeah, ground yourself with your body and your body will thank you. You know, I definitely notice a huge difference when I am meditating versus when I'm going weeks without meditating. My brain feels like it's on fire. And then meditation just comes through and like pours a bucket of water over my head and cools my brain. Um, it also is cooling it probably because there's not as much stimuli, you know, with taking so much information, whether it's with school, with work, with social media, we are constantly taking in information. So meditation is a great way to break that, like just routine of information and consumption, really. Um, so yes, ground yourself through your senses if you are differently abled, you know, I'm sure that you are probably more spiritual than the rest of us. Um, but yeah, ground your body through the senses that are accessible to you and you will eventually create your path. And next we're going to talk about how a foundation is lifelong. Next on the Art Bruja podcast. Foundations are essential. Foundations are what you build everything else on top of. If you have a fucked up foundation, 
you're going to have fucked up whatever's on top of that. If the root of the person has been subjected to truly amazing things, they will be an amazing person. But if they are subjected to awful things, traumatizing things, things that nobody should ever have to deal with, but because of systematic issues, they have to. So what we're talking about now is how you look at your life, right? And I know a lot of us like to say that we live it from moment to moment. We try not to think about that issues are all around us. And a part of the beauty of life is embracing those issues and embracing those, embracing that chaos in life. But when foundations come into play, you have direct power over what you have your foundation be made out of. You can build a foundation of your self-esteem and self-image, be grounded in acceptance and unconditional love and truth and flexibility. Or you can have a foundation full of negative self-talk and self-deprecation and trauma bonding and, you know, self-injury and... You know, a part of me wants to say that I know that we can't help where we're from or who's around us, but I'm speaking to the adults in the audience who have complete and total freedom over who they surround themselves with and what ideas and values they hold their lives to. We all have standards, and whether your standard is dictated by another person, an adult, yourself, you should realize that this life is for your you to live. You know, your parent can't die for you. Your codependent person can't die for you. They can't die with you, I feel like. Most of the times that people have tried to die together, okay, for sure, you know, that was a, a willful death pact. But over time, I feel like people realize that you will die alone. You will live a lot of this life alone. And so it's important to establish a healthy foundation where you can thrive and fly with being alone. And that's a part of the work that I'm doing right now. And the loneliness is intense. It is brutal. But what loneliness gives you, it also gives you space. It gives you silence. And that space can be filled with beautiful things like I'm doing with this podcast. So be mindful of what you're putting into your foundation Because a foundation is like roots of any type, roots in the hair, roots in the earth. If you have a shitty foundation with terrible ingredients that are needed for that foundation to thrive, you're not going to have any successful or flourishing, nourishing byproducts. This is also why I think it's so crucial that artists exist because we help tap into the emotional, the spiritual, the psychological. All of these things are crucial in a healthy society to examine these parts, to know what they are, and to be able to understand and support them in the healthy expression of these parts so they don't have to become repressed. This is also why non-binary people like myself are super important because we are helping to express this 
duality that has existed in humans since the dawn of man, since the dawn of humanity. But people are so wrapped up in egos that they just want to be fighting everyone anyways. So foundations will be talked about in this next part. Stay tuned. So since we're talking about my experience, I'll talk about the various examples of foundations that I've set for myself. Um, I am going to be vulnerable and talk about, yeah, just my personal experience. So if I can recall, the first foundational habit I ever created for myself was definitely drawing, sketching, something that I've left and come back to, I've obsessed over, I've done it for weeks on end and then stopped and then came back to it. But sketching has always been my number one way of expressing myself in the moment. I have drawn all over my school stuff. I eventually just got, I burned through so many sketchbooks and, you know, I do love the, the aspect of sketching because it's just so free. It's so, sometimes I do have analysis paralysis. I'm not going to lie. But I love going through sketchbooks and just seeing like, what did I create in that moment? And then when I see all these sketches together, it's just to see the evolution of how I express myself and the skill, how it improved over time. Like, that is one of my favorite aspects about being an artist. And, you know, having that lifetime foundational habit, which is sketching. Another thing that I found quickly was skincare and, you know, just body care in general, you know, making sure that your teeth are clean, making sure that your tongue is clean, making sure that you're, you're flossing, making sure that you're exfoliating, washing yourself, washing your hair, not overwashing, not getting obsessively like clean and, you know, finding that balance of what is perfectly comfortable for you. But yeah, skincare, beautiful thing to have as a foundational habit. You are, your future you thanks you for all the ways that you've invested in your present self. So skincare is another foundational thing that I found. Um, my sexuality, my sex magic practice has been foundational. I use sex magic um, just to connect to myself, to connect my sexuality with my spirituality. Um, and also just to appreciate the forces that are, you know, in this life, like that of an orgasm. I know we all love that. Um, so yeah, so foundations. Another foundational habit that I created in my life was just, you know, affirm affirmations, making sure that I was speaking to myself in a positive and intentional way, programming my mind to really only respond to the most uplifting and to discard whatever is negative and petty and, you know, lower vibrational. I do accept the lower vibrations at times, but I just realize that there are boundaries for a reason. Discernment is a huge helper in making sure that you are curating your experiences, whether you want to have higher vibrational or lower vibrational, like you are going to feel better or worse, depending on what you're doing and who you're around. So, you know, just choose wisely and be intentional about what you're putting into your foundation. Because now I realize, you know, self-care, self-love, those are natural for me because I've been doing this for years. And this is where we tie in rituals. Rituals are the habits that you create to make sure that you're continuing these practices. So it really all ties in together. I'm glad that I structured this episode like this. So kudos to me because, you know, I'm getting the hang of it. 
But build your foundations, build your rituals, build your practices around things that are life affirming. I feel like all of these are life affirming because they help you make sense and find sanity in the chaotic and often insane aspect of living. But a lot of it is just experiencing and being and living and saying and doing and activities, really. <laughs> like, that is the human experience. And whether you are spiritual or not, you cannot deny that you have something right in front of your eyes. I'm sorry if you're blind, but um, if you if you have something in front of your being, you know that you have a reality around you that you are going to experience and that environment will change and yourself will change through time. So it's just important that, you know, whether you claim to be spiritual or not, or don't even like any of these labels that people are talking about online, just realize that this is all temporary. The pain, the laughs, the love, the hurt, the good, the bad, it's all temporary. So enjoy it now in the present. I think that we are approaching the final stretch. We're 25 minutes in, and if you have stuck around this long, I just want to say thank you for the support, for the continual support. I am sharing my thoughts because of your support, because of your love and wanting to see me express and shine and be. Um, I guess I will finish this episode off with a couple of things. The first, I want to say that the most influential, inspirational, powerful, and magnetic people, I feel like have been people who have their foundation, who have their habits, who have their practice and routine, who have their rituals, um, who have faith in themselves, essentially. I feel like all of these things wrap around having faith in yourself, having faith in your ability to show up for yourself, for the world, for those around you. Um, It just takes time. It takes time and action. And honestly, a little bit of magic, because what else is faith? You know, you are believing in something that is not necessarily there, but it's there. Um, But it will be, I feel like, more solidified as you put in more practice and time into it. Like, Every time that I go to the gym, as much as I may hate it in the moment, as much as I, because I bike to the gym, I may hate going over there and I might say, just turn around, turn around. But I know that the faith in the fact that I'm making my body stronger, I am building my body to be healthy and resilient, to be strong and essentially lift myself up through gravity that pushes me down through time. And every time that I read and do schoolwork, I hate that, you know, I can't just be having fun and doing, you know, whatever. But I'm also grateful that I'm learning and taking in information that is helping me understand and live in this world around me. Because there are systems at play and there are, there is so much that I don't understand yet. And a part of me loves that. A part of me is terrified by that. Part of me honestly just wants to be there and wants to experience it and understand it, maybe help someone else understand it as well, so maybe they can experience it. Well, as this year continues on, it is February. I have the rest of this year to invest in myself and learn for myself and see where else I go. 
I think for episode five, I'm going to talk about transformation. I might talk about the ways that we complete things and change, how we embrace change and how we have to accept that life is constant change and we hurt ourselves when we are too rigid to change or to the flow of life. Um, So that'll be episode five. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to wrap up. I have, today's my day off. It is the end of my day off, so I'm going to spend the last of it maybe showering, relaxing, seeing what I can do before I fall asleep. All right, thank you all so much once again. Have a great night and join me next week here on the Art Bruja podcast. Take care.